Welcome to the Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. My name is Dr. Adriana Popescu. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and leader in the field of mental health, energy psychology, addiction, trauma, and empowerment. In this podcast, we will be exploring mental health from a variety of perspectives, from the spiritual to the shamanic and beyond. What if mental illness isn't everything we think it is? What if everything we see as a pathology is actually a possibility? What else is possible with mental health? Hi everyone, Dr. Adriana Popescu here with you with another exciting episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities. I'm really excited to have today as one of my, um, I have found her so inspiring, her work. And uh, she really influenced me early on when, my, when I first got into energy psychology, and that's Mary Seiss. She is an LCSW, a New York licensed so- social worker with over 35 years of clinical experience. For the past 20 years, Mary's been pioneering energetic modalities and techniques while also advocating for expanded clinical understanding about the integral interrelationship of the mind, body, and spirit in the healing paradigm. She presents at conferences internationally and develops training and coursework, especially in the areas of releasing negative beliefs, healing trauma and dissociation, and the role and responsibilities of the healer. Mary is a past president of the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology, ASEP, the international professional organization dedicated to the training, research, and humanitarian work. She's co-author of The Energy of Belief and author of the 2020 Kindle bestseller, Tapping the Panic Out of the Pandemic. Her current work, Soul Weaving Process, is a combination of 30 years of work reintegrating split-off aspects of consciousness after traumatic events. In addition, for 20 years, Mary has been personally trained in energy healing by her holiness, Saima, (laughs) I think I mispronounced that, and serves as a lead facilitator in the journey of profound healing program as well as the director of Saima's Magdalena Healing Program. Known for her capacity to make spiritual concepts relevant and clear, her practice serves and supports healers, leaders, and influencers who have a mission to serve in the planet's awakening. Welcome, Mary. So happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. It's a joy to be here. Um, truly so inspiring from your work earlier on, you know, I first discovered you at my, probably one of my very first energy psychology conferences 20 or so years ago and was just blown away. I had no idea this stuff existed and no idea that there were tools like this, that, you know, anything beyond traditional talk therapy that Mm -hmm. would help people to heal. How did you come upon this work? Well, I came upon it oh, in the 90s. Like uh, I was working at a large HMO, you know, the health maintenance organizations used to have one, the same one we had in New York, in uh, California. And um, I, uh, there was one day in a meeting I said, you know, I really like working with borderline clients. Now, I was probably in my 40s at the time. And like our late thirties, I don't know. All I know is I was so naive. And so before long, and if you had our insurance, you had to come to us. So before long, everyone that had like a lot of hospitalizations, difficult, whatever was on my caseload. So I had this absolutely awesome caseload of, of like, whoa. And back then we didn't know that what we know now. We didn't know about trauma. We didn't know about the brain. We just, my clients were these big, thick, 
charts and and you know have had a lot some maybe some hospitalizations or just a really difficult time but I just loved working with them so and um I would be talking with them oftentimes and I I trained as much as I could about trauma but PTSD that was all new stuff there at the time and I you know I sometimes would find that by talking with them they were getting worse like they were having more flashbacks. They were getting suicidal more. I knew you had to talk. I knew they had to have some medicine. I knew certain there were stages of trauma treatment. Like I knew all that, but there was, it was, they were, some of them were getting really worse. And I found that that's why right away I was like, this is, there's gotta be something else. There's gotta be. And I never wanted to make anybody worse. I mean, they had suffered so much. I was just, please, there's gotta be something else. So I, I heard about this therapy, EMDR, where you move eyes around that in the 90s. It had just come out. That was quite weird. But I went and, and learned that and started having great success with that. And then I um, was at, but there was, there was still some of my clients that were so traumatized that I was a little concerned about you because sometimes you can flood them. Yeah. Back then, we didn't know that much. We didn't know much at all. And so... <laughs> I was, then I heard at an EMDR conference, somebody's talking about like tapping on meridians on your face. And I'm like, are you people kidding me? Like, I mean, but I was already into moving eyes. So like that was already outside the box. But I, I, at the time you could get videos for free, like a donation. I thought, oh, I'll watch these things. So I watched a couple of them about four hours, Gary Craig's EFT stuff. And I thought, oh, I can do this. So I marched into my office and started doing it first with my colleagues. And like phobias were going away and their panic was going, coming down. And, and um, uh, this one guy, the psychiatrist, I, I was like pulling people into my office. Come on, I'm trying this new thing. Come let me work with me. And he, I forget what he had. He, oh, he was anxious about, um, we were changing our company around or blah, blah, blah. So I, I said, well, do this with me. Let me just see. And I'm tapping and moving his eyes around and it was gone. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I only watched a couple of videos. I got no idea what I'm doing, but look at this. This is amazing. And that's how I stumbled into it. And um, the story, the other story I love to tell is that there was one client who came to me who never could use a bathroom in public because that's where her trauma happened. And that's why I said to her, well, you know, I got this thing. You want to try this thing? I got, <laughs> we did it. And she, that anxiety feeling was gone. And she walked in our bathroom. She went down the hall, first time ever, used our bathroom, came out and she, she I did it. I did it. I'm, and she didn't panic. She went to work, walked in the bathroom at work and used it for the first time without a panic attack. Wow. And it was done. And I, it, it, after that, I was like, I don't, all right, this is weird, but it works. So let me go train. And that's when I went to actually San Diego area. And trained with Dr. Callahan. That was about 1997, 98, beginning of 98. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah. Dr. Callahan, Roger Callahan, he is actually the innovator of tapping, yep. bringing it into the field of psychology with thought field therapy, TFT. Mm -hmm. It's actually the original yep. version of happy and, and Gary Craig's EFT came from that. So yep. can you tell us a little bit about the difference between those two? So when, when Roger first developed it, the way he developed it was through energy testing, muscle testing. We all know where you get yes or no answers from the body. 
and he was studying Chinese uh, medicine at the time and this muscle testing that was just coming out. It was called Applied Kinesiology with George Goodhart. And he, so he would like test somebody like uh, with the muscle testing, he would have them think of a problem and then see which testing point like would go with different emotions. And he put them together kind of like a combination lock. If you had to have under the eye, it, which is uh, the stomach meridian before under the arm, which is the spleen meridian, which, and then back here to the collarbone, which is the kidney meridian. And then, then it would come down. And then he would, he, he discovered if you tapped here at the side of the hand, if a person was reversed on, like they, they would say, I want to be over this problem and their arm would go weak. Like, no, they didn't. Then he found this spot tapped here. I want to be over this problem. It stayed strong. And that's how he kept developing. So he had specific algorithms for certain things. Then Gary studied with him. Gary, Gary and actually another person, Pat Carrington, who's deceased now, they decided, let's put them all together. Mm-hmm. And they did that. And, and they had success with that too. So maybe not as much as Roger originally had. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, they took different parts of it out, like the eye movement part or or, or different things out of it and simplified it. And so that's like the version we mostly, most people know now, just where mm-hmm. you tap on five or six points or something and you don't move the eyes, but the eyes are super powerful and you need them in my experience, especially because of everything I know about the brain from the brain scans and brain things they're telling, we know now that we didn't know in the nineties. And um, so I love to teach the eyes to people because you'll increase your success with it. Yeah, um, that's something, you know, I took what, when I took EFT training with Dawson Church, he really yep. emphasized the nine gamut sequence is what it yep. was originally called by Callahan, which involves a series of eye movements and yep. some left brain, right brain, yeah. kind of like EMDR. Yep. Um, and that, that they were, the research was starting to show that even that might be the key ingredient, even yep. beyond the other. That would that not we- surprise me. Because I can tell you, sometimes I'll be moving eyes and somebody will say, you know what, when my eye went over there, the the anxiety came down. Mm -hmm. And we also know now a lot about the vagus nerve. There's a lot of research coming in about that. And we know that humming quiets the vagus nerve. Yes. So so I do think the eye movements are are important. Now, sometimes you don't need them and the general one works fine and the different thing, you know, you can get an app to do it now. It's so easy. But for those of our, your listeners that are not uh, having such success with it, um, it, learn the longer version, lo- learn the eye movement part to add to the tapping part. And I, I think you'll up your success. I yeah, we'll it. actually put a link in the show notes for that, um, right. because I believe even maybe Dawson has done a video. It's on YouTube or and yeah, there's probably yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, this nine gamut sequence, because yeah. it does appear. Well, because the ocular nerve connects back you know, mm-hmm. right to the vagus nerve when yeah. the vagus nerve is very much involved in the amygdala, that's yep. more primitive part of our brain. That's really what's creating that right. fight, flight, freeze response that yeah. gets activated for so many people when we're not, especially people who've had trauma, right? Yeah. Especially when we're not in a life or death situation, but our brain is acting as if it is. Right. Right. Exactly. And yeah. like, let's face it, who has had trauma? If you, you know, unless you're born under a rock somewhere, but you know, in the Himalayas with some really holy people, but the, um, let's face it, you know, growing up as kids, we've all had times where something scared us, where something was beyond our capacity to cope. It could be, you just got laughed at in third grade. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So, you know, it, we all have these moments that where the brain is saying no, or there's a shock. So, right. you know, it's the good thing about tapping, it's not going to hurt you. The only, the worst that'll happen is it doesn't work. Right. Exactly. So that's, that's the good news. <laughs> Now let's, let's talk more about trauma and dissociation, because this is really an area that you have specialized in. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously have had a lot of experience with a lot of really traumatized people. How have you applied tapping and like what kinds of, and you've developed kind of your own method of working with it. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So um, in this, this uh, caseload I had, um, there were several people that actually had what at the time we called it multiple, multiple personality disorder, but dissociative identity disorder is what we call it now. So I probably had four or five of them like that. And um, the regular tapping, it just didn't work. Well, and then I found out from one of my DID clients that what they would do is I would be working with some one part or the, the host even, and they would just switch. And then she'd come back on, no, it's not working. The anxiety's not done. I was like, what is wrong with this? Like, you know, I was, you know, com committed to figure this out. And then I figured out ways that you could have one part tap for the other part. And then ways that you could begin to integrate them. And what I found over the years now uh, with a lot of people, you, you know, what's big in the field right now is internal family systems. So it's this parts work, which is, it's, it's brilliant. I haven't studied it, but it's brilliant. But my version of it is, so what I would have, have people do is we look at what's triggering in the future, connect the energy of that to the past. Mm. Have you go back and get that part and bring that part to here where it's safe and do tapping from both. And there's a whole way that you can do it. And you and what happens is people, it, you know, it doesn't even have to be a big trauma. It's like, you know, you you know, mom got mad and walked out one day and came back 20 minutes later, but to a kid, 20 minutes was like 20 years, you know, whatever. And she still can see herself in the, in the living room or whatever. You go back and get that and integrate them. That part comes back and the whole system settles down. And you have this, you know, this oftentimes clients will describe like this emptiness, this hole that nothing can fill. It's filled because what's missing is you. Right. You know? So, right. Yeah. So then you start bringing parts back and oh, people get really a lot better. And I, I just find everybody's got parts out. Maybe I'm just attracted. They all get attracted to me. I don't know, but like lots of people have parts. Yeah. So <laughs> including myself, including myself. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tell, tell us more about that, because I don't think that that's something that pe people don't really understand trauma and how it works and what, what exactly happens, especially to a child, because that's often, you know, where it starts. But like, what is this fragmentation or this um, part that gets stuck? Like, what exactly is happening? What's your understanding of that? Well, for me, it's as if consciousness gets left behind, like a part of you just doesn't move forward. Okay. I can remember there was one time I was working with one of my pretty dissociative clients, but I don't think he was fully DID, but, um, and we were working on a time when he was in the military and he tried to commit suicide. And as we're doing our work and he, at one point he said to me, you know, when I look it out from my right eye and cover my left eye, I'm here in your, or I don't remember, I could have the left, right wrong, but I'm in your, or out of one eye, I'm here in your office. And when I look out the other eye, I'm still in the barracks. Mm. It's like they're in two realities. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, a, it's it, you know, obviously the body is here, mm -hmm. but consciousness is still there. Right. And 
what would happen is he would have these constant suicidal thoughts and all that. And, and it, some of it, that had to, we had to heal that, bring that part back and integrate it for him mm-hmm. to settle down. Yeah. I don't know exactly what happens. My suspicion what happens is as if it's as if a part of you just splits off. Now we yeah. know children under the age of seven or eight, because they uh, their brain isn't fully completely developed and everything. And they have a mat. Well, we know like a four-year-old can have imaginary friends and you're just going to set the table. It's not a big deal. You have a 14-year-old imaginary friend. They're going down the psych ward, right? Because their brain is shouldn't be able to do that. But to a four-year-old imaginary friend, you know, that's why you like to take them to Disney and all that. I mean, like Cinderella is real, you know? So when trauma happens, especially repeated trauma in the same way, um, that they can split off and that's happening to some other little girl. And that's where dissociation, that's where you create actual really parts that one part doesn't know what the other part's doing. And that's where you see multiple personality. Usually the trauma repetitive and under the age of eight. Yeah. Over the age of eight, you can't split off as well. So you're more, um, we would probably diagnose your borderline, you're dissociative, but just not completely dissociative. Like you're really angry and you're really this, but you know what you did. Mm-hmm. It the really is along a spectrum. It's a yeah, it's a spectrum. Dissociation is a spectrum. Yes, and mm-hmm. and it goes, and we all do it. I mean, it's from the like absent-mindedness of like I'm driving down the freeway, and so yep. in my thoughts, I miss my exit. Exactly. Right? We all space out. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like you're. It's like a part of you. I mean, I kind of see it from the spiritual lens. Also, it's like um, whatever is happening with a trauma if you go further down that dissociative spectrum, it's so painful or it's so overwhelming or so shocking and horrific. You can't be present. So some soul or something, just your consciousness. Consciousness leaves. leaves. Yeah. 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 And, and that's where you also get the dissociative amnesia where people actually won't remember what happened. Yeah. Especially under the age of eight. Yes. I don't know if you've had this in the work, but I certainly have. Um, I use tapping, but I also use uh, brain spotting, which has derived yeah. from EMDR because yeah. I met David Grant at an ASAP conference and took his workshop, which was amazing. And I'm finding that people, and again, with these eye movements, they're able to oftentimes remember things mm-hmm. that they had originally yep. locked off because it was too much to deal with, or they checked yep. out whatever happened that memory got repressed and in the process of doing the work they started remembering again and they could then integrate you know because through an adult's eyes you know you have the capacity to understand the bigger picture and Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't about you and maybe that abuser whoever had their own stuff and you know a lot of people think it was my fault I deserved it I'm sure you have to work with that a lot as well yeah right and to be able to like reclaim that part of yourself that you cut off from, that's mm-hmm. usually profoundly healing. Yeah, yeah, it's that they feel, they feel whole again and they're at peace. And the other thing that happens if they don't do the work, what begins to happen is the body will act up. The mm-hmm. body will show you there's something. Um, I can remember for myself about, um, let's see, it was in 2016, okay? So, you know, I'm doing my work. I'm like pretty, I think pretty evolved if you ask me. But anyway, I, I was at a program. Um, no, I got a, I went for a mammogram and got a brain, uh, breast cancer diagnosis. Mm. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I was like, 
what the, I, I mean, I know about energy. I know to keep it going. I know it's supposed to cross the midline. I, what are you talking about? And so I was just like, so like, are you kidding me? It was like shocked. Okay. Yeah. And um, I went to, we, I, we were run, I was working with Her Holiness Saimao in this program we call, that's called Profound Healing. So I went there, I was training the intern. I had like a, I was the head of this internship program there and training interns on how to do it. And here I am like, are you kidding me? And so Saimao so asked me, calls me up to get on the carpet, which is, trust me, not where you want to go. And she says to me, uh, she has me pick somebody with psychodrama. And she said, what did you do to your femininity when you were 18? And I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was it. I had split it right off, you know, like it, it, it was creepy. It was this, it was that. It was like, you know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to be this, I wanted to be that. And I had like too much masculine energy and had suppressed a lot of the feminine. Mm -hmm. And so I took the person I picked as my uh, feminine, my younger self, my 17-year-old self, brought her to me. I pushed her down and put my foot on her back to just demonstrate, like, this is what I did to her. And then I had to bring her back, mm -hmm. okay? So I had to, like, welcome her back and bring the energy of that back to me, just mm -hmm. like, again, frag consciousness was fragmented, fragmented. Bring her back. Mm -hmm. And then I had to, like, really train myself like it wasn't, it wasn't as hard, but like to really like walk a little slower not be so bossy, like tone it down, like be, and bring my whole system into balance. Mm -hmm. And it, and I knew, I knew if you don't do this, you're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of one of those, okay, I can balance this stuff. You know, I can do that. But that's what happens, whether we're aware or not aware, there's, we suppress energy and suppressed energy creates mass. Yes. And so when I'm not saying you don't go do the surgery or what the doctor says, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying mm -hmm. always uh, think of it uh, like a three legged stool. You know, what's the emotional component? Don't what, what where's my energy? Where am I suppressing something? Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about Eastern medicine or Chinese medicine or, or anything. When you look at what's the there's a pain in you, what's the meridian that's on? What's right. the energy that goes with that meridian? I was working with somebody even today and it's pan she has a pancreas thing. And I said, pancreas is a lot about the sweetness of life. Mm -hmm. How sweet is your life right now? What's going on with you? Da, 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 da. What's been your history? It doesn't, it's not like you just have one bad day. It's usually like for me, my pattern of being that for 17, you know, well, let's say I was for like 20 or some odd years, 30 years right. of being too much masculine versus the feminine it's not in balance so yeah. I'm, I'm not at ease with myself right Make right. sense yeah, yeah totally I mean and that's what you know if you were going to the traditional Chinese medicine doctor for mm -hmm. depression or anxiety they're not going to sit there and talk to you about their pro about your problems they're going to be looking at your body and how is yeah. the energy flowing in your body if right. there's too much of something not enough of something yeah. block of some sort that's where the disease yeah. develops right yeah. And so what I love so much about these approaches is that they're really honoring the body's capacity to heal itself, mm -hmm. yep. just balance the energies and remove whatever's blocking them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bring it into harmony and balance. You know, there's, I don't know if it's still anymore, but at one point when I was studying this about 20 years ago, they said there's still places in China 
where an acupuncturist only gets paid if his people are healthy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, isn't that weird? You know, because it's really your job is to keep your people to know they're out of balance, to give the right needle, da, 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 da. And that's why you see things like Qigong and Tai Chi all done in the in China. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like every yoga in the in yoga is like phenomenal for your health. Mm-hmm. To keep your energy flow and moving. Yeah. And it's so um, funny because, you know, when we, within our lifetimes, when we were younger, this stuff was all thought of being woo woo. and Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you live long enough, I, I tell myself, yeah, if I live long enough, maybe, you know, some of this will come around, but it, it is what it is. Things, you know, there's, there's a saying, there's never a crowd on the leading edge. You know, you have to, they say, you know who the pioneers are? They're the ones with the arrows in their backs or something. I don't know. You know, you yeah. just, people are going to, they're scared. They're yeah. just scared. But now it's like, it's not a big deal. But boy, back in the nineties, it was, it was huge. Well, and yeah. so, even today, people, despite all the research we now have on this, on EMDR and these alternative treatments for this, that, you know, a lot of people still don't know about them. That's and to me, what I love about tapping or any of these is you can do it yourself. You yes. don't need a therapist. You don't need. Now, I always tell people, if you're if I'm lifting my coffee table, I can do that by myself. If I'm lift, trying to lift my dining room table, that ain't happening. I need some help. So mm-hmm. what what I would say to everyone listening is that if you've had a big if you've had trauma, if you're really having a hard time, get somebody to help you first. Like do. Mm-hmm. Get, find a therapist who can do these these works. ASAP has a list. Dawson has a list. Mm-hmm. Um, and and do it with somebody who's trained in trauma, not who's just done a weekend training or a YouTube video. Okay, mm-hmm. somebody who's it's a specialty area. It is trained yeah. in trauma who knows the uh, what we know. Which and trauma is such a new field. Anybody who tells you they absolutely one hundred percent know what they're doing, eh, whatever. We're still I, it's such a new field. We're still learning all the time. Yes. So get somebody like that and do it with somebody. And then you'll be able to, to really heal some of it, especially if your body was hurt. You were in a car accident or any kind of violence to the body because it's easier to dissociate when that happens. Mm-hmm. You really need somebody there to help you. So you're not, you don't go in a flashback or have a really hard time. Yes. Agreed. Um, I, I recommend the same thing. But you, you use the word pioneer, and I really actually see you as one of the pioneers of this field of energy mm-hmm. psychology, um, and really your involvement with ASAP, which has mm-hmm. been this organization, you know, the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology that really has pioneered and led the way to get research done on these methods, yeah. to get trainings in, you know, professionals and trainings to do humanitarian work, which is just amazing. Tell us more about your work with that organization. Well, mostly I was really involved in the beginning part, like in the first, I think I was, I think I'm a founding member of ASAP. That's how that far back I go. And then uh, my term was like 2006 to 2008, something like that, or four to six, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really pretty early on. And my goal was to bridge it, to really start getting it out and to bridge it. We didn't have certification and things like that now. And now I just, I go every year, I speak at the conferences. There's a conference in May coming up for anybody. Um, and you don't have to be a professional to go. We have many people who are, um, you know, are learning it for themselves or however they use it with their children or whatever. 
Or, but if you're a professional, then, you know, this is where the research is. This is where the conference is. I'll be doing one. Um, actually, it's a hybrid this year. So it'll be online and it'll be, I think we're in New Mexico. It's a nice place yep. where we're going. Yeah. Definitely. You want to go there if you need a vacation <laughs> and, um, and some great people there, amazing people there. Yes. Mine will be live streamed. I think I'm doing frozen in time, which mm. will be about this dissociation. And I'm doing a full day one on trauma too. I think the Monday after the conference, but it's in May, just go to energy psych, PSYCH.org. Yes. And, you know, come and join us. Like great people, cutting edge. You always learn something. Oh, always. Like, you know. yeah, yeah. It's really amazing. And so many of the workshops too are experiential, which I yes. love. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. we even can do something on here. That's a little experiential if you're up for it. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, it's such a great opportunity to yeah mm -hmm. meet people and, and also to, for people to know that there are these training programs that ASAP has actually developed for both licensed mental health professionals yep. um, or healing professionals could be doctors, nurses, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and also uh, non-licensed like coaches and yep. folks who may not have all those same letters after their name, but they can get a certification mm -hmm. to yep. do work right. within their scope, right? Yeah, I mean, you have a mentor and you have, you know, you do so many sessions. So it's a real certification certificate it's a good pro it's a good program yeah, yeah you want to do it anytime you there's a new method you really want to be trained at the highest level yes if you're going to do this with clients you know really it's like when I learned it and was the first lady I of course I didn't know anything I just did it um and then I thought I gotta go learn this thing I, so I, I wanted to know what were you thinking Roger what do you how did you come up with that how'd you come up with that and of course you, I was challenging and asking 8 million questions. Well, really, but what about, you know, and, but then my experiences, I, I, I mean, miracles seem, seeming miracles were happening in my office and people were getting better and they got their, the, the trauma was over for them. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing like that. I mean, when you can really help somebody get their life back. Yeah. I mean, what, what greater gift, you know, like it's and, so fulfilling. <laughs> and that's really like the challenge I think that some of us as clinicians have is that we know these methods work because we have the direct experience either from our own personal mm -hmm. experience of using the tools or working with clients. And then there's this there for so long, there was this gap where there was no science or research to back yeah. any of it. We know it works, but we can't right. prove how right. it works. So really you, you guys led the way early on with mm -hmm. ASAP and funding research studies. I mean, mm -hmm. I think now there's over 200 or 250 yeah, research studies, right. Mm -hmm. And they all show these like pretty strong effects mm -hmm. for right. the different tools. Most, I think a lot of them have been tapping based, but they, I know they've researched other yeah. stuff too. And now we really understand too, like with MRIs and stuff, we can look at the brain and see what's going on exactly. and how before, and you can look at tapping before and after, and you see the brain has changed. Right. Right. So cool. Right. It's totally cool. It's so, you know, you knew it was eventually going to get there, but really what drug company is going to, you know, do your research because this is going to put them out of business. You know, they didn't want, exactly. you know. So it, it was, it's, it's tricky. I, I give great credit to the people who did it. I knew it would get there, you know, mm -hmm. because I kept seeing the things that, that were telling me the brain was different. Yeah. I didn't have a scan, but I could tell you, my people would tell you they got yeah. their lives back. They stopped having flashbacks. They stopped having nightmares, mm -hmm. you know, and 
to me was, and I figured, you know what, you, I'm going to do clinical work. You guys figure the other stuff out and eventually you'll catch up to me. So the game is if you live long enough, eventually they catch up to you, you know, it is what it, it is what it is. And you, you have to kind of not care what anybody else, not, not care, just it's irrelevant. I'll let it stop. I'm here to serve my people, to serve whoever's here. Yeah. And the insurance companies, especially where I was, I was in an HMO. That was a great gift mm-hmm. because they didn't want me to leave. Mm-hmm. Because my and my people were at, were not in the hospital. That wasn't costing them this. They weren't. They were getting off their meds. They was, had didn't have as many visits to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And this is even before the ACE study came out, right? So you know, I was seeing all that. I mean, I could have told you that my my clients would have these big honking charts because we would get the chart from the doctor's office when we would see them because we'd have to write the chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I'll tell. You know, I one time said they should pay me by the weight of the charts I'm doing right now. Not how many clients I'm seeing, you know, <laughs> chart two of three or, you know, I mean, right. it, it, you knew there was a correlation between health and trauma. Yes. So, but so now it's, you know, it's, 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 it, it eventually gets there. And that's the way I would tell you to everyone, just try things, be, mm-hmm. be open, allow it and, and just see what can happen. Cause we're so powerful. Yes. We're just so powerful and we don't realize. In fact, I was doing um, a study, uh, something I was researching something the other day about the subconscious mind. And I always thought, you know, it's like an iceberg, you know, there's so much weird that's in your subconscious and this one, the top part's what you're conscious of. I always thought it was like 80, 20 or 70, 30 or something. It's like 90 to 95% is in your subconscious. Only like five to 10%, which you're even aware of is causing things yeah so it's like oh boy are we clueless and you know and and so really to to just go in there um and and clean it up and tap things out change you can reprogram any belief you've got yeah and uh and and so anything any uh, the other thing about subconscious um anything somebody tells you it doesn't judge it it just takes it in like it's truth exactly it was like you know like for me, it's not safe to be a woman or it's not as safe or keep that down. You, you want to be strong. You got to, you know. Yeah. You and, actually wrote a book like about it's, it. Like it's true. That's yeah. not true anymore for me, you know. No. But you wrote a book about this, The Energy of Belief. That right? The Energy of Belief, yeah, is all about, and we're just republishing it and it's actually going to come out again with it. With, it's going to have more tapping stuff. We actually wrote it on on a thing called touch and breathe which is the same as tapping but we had you touch and take a breath there because for some people the tapping was too agitating yes and my i wanted to write a book on beliefs my co-author wanted to write a book on touch and breathe so we kind of whatever we put it together and made the book but the updated version is um you can either touch and breathe on it or you can rub it that's mm-hmm. another way to activate a meridian or you can do tapping on it so mm-hmm. we've kind of included them all and updated some things for it That'll be coming out next month. But yeah, okay. it's all about how do you take any belief once you go in that subconscious, kind of open the door and see what's that and what's in there. Mm-hmm. And then we bring them up and you, okay, this is what I have. This is what I'd rather have. So you take the uh, limiting belief down mm-hmm. and then you strengthen the new belief. So you program yourself. Yeah. You do that, your life will change. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's really incredible. Would you mind leading us in a little tapping exercise? So if you sure, sure. for how this might work. Sure, sure. All right. So let's do, um, 
give me a belief you have that you wish we, you, you that you're ready to change. Give me one. That, that I have to work really hard to make money or be successful. Yes, I work hard, hard for my money. Like money work. doesn't come to me easily. Mm -hmm. I have to work my ass off for it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The only good thing about saying that is usually you have a very thin ass. So if that's your situation, I'm working my ass off. It's like, it, <laughs> and the subconscious is like, so keep that one, you know? Uh -huh. And I'll tell you one, don't say this. I used to say all the time, I need a break. And I did, I broke my head. Oh, yeah. So like, it's like, don't say that. Be careful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It literally. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm going to say, I'm going to have to sit my ass off because I've been sitting so long in front of my computer. But whatever, whatever you tell the body, the body does. So be careful. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you've got to like to, and what would you prefer to have? Um, to, to have money come to me with ease. Yeah. Money comes to my, my, you know, money flows to me. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. So take a breath and, and go in size for everybody. Just pick a belief you have that you wish you didn't have and think of that belief. Um, I have to work hard for my money. I have to work hard. Like I can't let up. There's no ease. And on a scale of zero to 10, where zero means it's not true and 10 means it's really true. How true do you, does it feel to you? Feel your body. Well, I would say right now it feels like a four. I mean, I have done a lot of work on it. Okay. So I, it but it's still a four. Higher, but it's still a four. Yeah. And where does your body hold it? It feels like it's in my throat and kind of mm -hmm. in my head. It's all concentrated. Mm -hmm. Like up. all up around here. Cool. All right. And then when you think of that money comes to me with ease, feel your body what is that at that that feels like the body wants to kind of collapse inward it's like it no feels, it feels like kind of hopeless you know <laughs> okay. it could right, cool. be possible <laughs> but it doesn't hasn't so far seemed so possible okay um, cool so that also actually comes in at a four that it seems like I believe in this moment I'm feeling like I believe it at a four it's okay not right. that strong okay cool all right so come down three inches and over three inches and it's like, for those of you who maybe are listening, it's like, it's as if you were doing a pledge of allegiance right there, it's uh, on either What's side. That, right. And rub it hard. It should be like tender on you. Okay. This is a neurolymphatic drainage spot and the lymph doesn't have a pump. So you, you've got to massage it to get it to moving and it gets your, your energy to work a little better. Okay. So here's where you're going to say your affirmation. So even though I don't, uh, I don't believe um, we could, let me try to think which way I want to do it. So even though you could say, even though I believe that, that I have to work hard for my money. Even though I believe that I have to work hard for my money. Work my ass off for my work money. Work my ass off <laughs> yeah. for my money, yes. I accept myself. So you say I, you're accepting affirmation there. So I, even though I believe I, I got to work my ass off, I got to work hard and, you know, I can't eat, like, you know, I just got to get, I work hard for my money. Mm -hmm. I accept myself. So even though I believe it, I accept myself. So that's the first step. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you're going to tap the side of your hand. Most people know this point um, from all the tapping things that are out. But for me at this point, I say a releasing affirmation. I say, I'm choosing to release this belief. Okay. I'm choosing to release this belief. All the roots and origins of it. All the roots and origins of it. And all that it means and does to me. And all that it means and does to me. I'm choosing to release this belief that I have to work hard or work my ass off, whatever. I'm choosing to release this belief that I have to work my ass off for money. All the roots and origins of why I believe it. All the roots and origins of why I believe it. And all that it means and does to me. And all that it means and does to me. I am choosing to release the belief. 
I'm choosing to release the belief. That I have to work hard or to make money? After, that I have to work hard to make money. All the roots and origins of it. All the roots and origins of it. And all that it means and does to me. And all that it means and does to me. Now we're going to tap eyebrows. A side of your eyes. Under your eyes. Under your nose. Your lip. Collarbone. Under your arm, four inches. So for women, it's kind of on your bra strap. Men, you're on your own. Poke around because that one's usually tender on people. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Hands like a laser and tap at the top of your head. So I do that instead. Sometimes I do all the finger points, but this is just a faster way to do it. Mm -hmm. And put your hand on your chest and tap in between your pinky, your little finger and your ring finger is a soft area. So tap there and do it like this. I like to put the hand on the body because you want to stay in the body. Mm -hmm. Feel your body. Now we're going to do the eye movement thing. So close your eyes and open them. Keep tapping with your head straight. Move your look your eyes down in one direction and then down in the corner in the other direction. Good. Then roll your eyes all the way around the room in a circle as you're tapping. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Now go in the opposite direction with your eyes all the way around the room in a circle as you're tapping. Mm -hmm. Got it. Now hum a tune. It has to be a tune because that's more right hemisphere. So, okay. Now count to five. One, two, three, four, five. That's more left hemisphere. One, two, three, four, five. And now hum. All right. Very good. Now we're just going to tap again. So it's like a sandwich. Eyebrows, side of your eyes, under your eyes, under your nose, and your lips, collarbone, under your arms. And then your hands like a laser at the top of your. Mm -hmm. All right. So think of the belief I have to work my ass off and tell me what's happening in the body. Is it more tense, less tense, feel the same? Less tense. Definitely. It feels like a lot of the tightness is released. There's still a little something in my jaw, mm -hmm. but it's definitely down from where it was before. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And if you think of the belief, um, money comes easily to me, what's that doing? That went up to a six from a four. That's at a six. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. One, I would say uh, that it's hard. The hard part went down to a two. So like two points on each direction. Okay, with cool. So breathe into it. So now you're going to do it again. Okay. Okay. So cross over and you just start where you are. So it's like, even though I still don't, be, or even though I still believe that money doesn't, I have to work hard for my money or the belief might've changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Feel into um, it. Yeah. Even though I still believe that I have to work really hard for my money. Yeah. Or I have to at least work for it. Or at least have to work for it. Yes. I accept myself. I accept myself. <laughs> so even though, and we could add parts languaging here too. Like we could say, and I want my younger self to know. And I want my younger self to know. It's, it's okay to just let money flow to me. That it's okay to just let money flow to me. Yeah. That it's safe. To it's actually safe. let money flow to me. Yeah, it's safe yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually fun. Mm -hmm. It is mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So even though, even though I'm not quite sure about this, I accept myself. You just own the ambivalence in you. We all have ambivalence. Yeah. Even so, though I'm still, yeah. Well, I'm not quite so sure about this. I accept myself. Sure. I accept uh, myself. Even though I'm afraid I'll turn into some slacker bag lady, I accept myself. Like, what are you afraid of? 
Uh, like those, those written, you want to think about what are you afraid would happen if you didn't work hard? Yeah, I, I think it would be the piece around having someone else take care of me would be that then like I wouldn't have control. And so, I wouldn't have power and I wouldn't have my autonomy. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. so even though I'm afraid, I accept myself. That of all that, I accept myself. Yeah. And I want my little self to know, my little girl to know. And I want my little girl to know. Money can flow to me. That money can flow to me. And it can flow to me safely. With ease. <laughs> With ease. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because money is second chakra. It's power. Mm -hmm. It's there's lots in there with money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we also you we could look at um what were your uh, when you were little and you saw other people with money. What did you think about them? Your mm -hmm. your friends maybe in high school or like their their mean girls have money or like even though I'm afraid to be I'm going to be a mean girl. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Like you really want yeah. to look at. That's why I have you look at. Okay. How did this get installed? Does it come like at one point uh, I was telling you, I was going to do that. I'm doing a course for the shift network. We're going into your lineage. What's your lineage beliefs about money? Yes. You know, about rich people and, right. and, and all that. We're, we're going deep in that subconscious to clean it out. Okay. Well, so let's I, mean, I know that my, I mean, like for mine, it was my parents were immigrants and they came from a communist country and their, the ancestry was that they had money and they was got taken away by the communists. Okay. So there's your belief. That's from your lineage. I'm choosing to release the fear. I'm choosing to release the fear. That money will get taken from me. That money will get taken from me. And bad things will happen. Bad that's in your D that's in your lineage. And I'll be controlled by the. Yes. You know, right. and I won't have nice shoes. I, I like my. I won't outfit. have any shoes. <laughs> exactly, I won't have any shoes. So I'm choosing to release that. All the roots and origins of that. I'm choosing to release that. All the roots and origins of that. And all that it means and does to me. And all that it means and does to me. I'm choosing to release that belief that mm -hmm. I'll 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 be under someone else's control. I choose. See to where that comes from. Yeah, that I'll be under someone else's control, and it'll be horrible. It will be horrible. Mm -hmm. All the roots and origins of it. All the roots and origins of it. And all that it means and does to me. And all that it means and does to me. I am choosing to release that belief. I am choosing to release that belief. That it's not my story. That's not my story. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah. Okay, let's see what we can get. Because if you don't believe it's safe to have money flow to you and da 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 da, da it can't happen. Mm -hmm. That's energy law. Yeah. Your lip collarbone mm -hmm. under your arms hands like a laser at the top of your head and then the back of your hand again you're going to close your eyes and open them look down one way look down another way roll them in a circle one way and then go in the opposite direction and then hum <laughs> count to five one two three four five one, two, three, four, five. And then hum. <laughs> Eyebrows. And the side of your eyes. The under your eyes. Under your nose. And your lip. Here's your collarbone. Under your arms. Make sure you get this one. It should be tender. <laughs> Hands like a laser at the top of your head. Okay. Deep breath through your body. Go back to your belief. Um, what was it? I have to work my, I have to work my ass off. That actually feels like a 
0.5, like zero to 0.5. It's so- Okay, how about crazy. money flows to me? That one still has a, it's like a six or seven, but, and there's still a little bit of doubt maybe okay. that could be possible, but it definitely is more believable than it was right. before. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now doubt is normal. Yeah. Okay. Because like some people say, well, I'll believe it when I see it, but the problem is you can't see it till you believe it. Right. So you could do another round and I'm going to time you on to do this, but even though part of me is doubting, yeah. I accept myself. I'm yeah. choosing to release the doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would do that. And I think mm -hmm. probably doing more with like my parental or familial, it goes further back yep. stuff, you know, There's a, that see all of that's in the subconscious. Yes. And all of that is the energy that that's what we call the energy of belief or that blocks us. Yes. From really leveling up and going to the next level. You know how much good you're going to like, you can envision yourself all the good you're going to do. Right. As money just flows to you. Yes. Yeah. It frees you know, me up like, to actually be able to contribute even more. Exactly. Right? Like for me, I, I'm ready to start. I want to just let it send it in. I'm a good steward of money. Mm -hmm. I'll create a foundation. I want to do this. I want to do that. So to really be open to this, send it down, man. I'm, I'll do like, I can't imagine what I would do with the research I might fund or yeah. the, this or the, that, like all the fun things I would do as money just flowed to me and I didn't have to work so hard. Yeah. But if you didn't come from that, like if you're a child of it, when it gets forget it, mm -hmm. you're, you know, but that it's okay. That's just how you got programmed. Yeah. The game is we can pro reprogram ourselves now using energy. Well, not only that, we can even reprogram our DNA. I mean, this whole yep. epigenetics piece yep. is exactly amazing. So I like that, that imprint, um, the trauma my family went through with all of that imprinted probably into their DNA and then yep. they came into me and now I have it and, but I can change it so that I don't exactly carry that on. I mean, it's really such fascinating work. All yep. of it. Totally. Um, that was wonderful, Mary. Thank you so much. Good. Now, when you make a lot of money, I get 10%. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, so tell us, okay. So you've got some things coming up. Tell us about um, one, how people can find you um, <laughs> the tapping Tuesdays, Okay. is being re released and then you've got this workshop live workshop coming up okay so the big things that got coming up is uh what i've been doing when the pandemic started and everybody was kind of freaking out that's when i quickly did an ebook called tapping the panic out of pandemic and it actually it did very well but and all the money goes to asap with it it's just like you know what let me do this let's get more people uh served um but, and then I did this thing called Tapping Tuesday. So it's every Tuesday at two o'clock Eastern. So it's Tapping Tuesday at two o'clock. And I would just send out an email and people came from all over the world. Hundreds of people signed up for it. Usually it's about 50 to 100, I don't know, people on it every week. And But we were having so much fun that I'm still doing it. I can't stop it. It's free. So every, I, I'm like, I love it. It's like, it's crazy, but I like really love it. So and the healings that happen, what really I have to tell you blows me out of the water in, is that you bring a group together. We, we create the field, the healing field. And then every, somebody raises their hand. They want to go. They do it, the work for the whole group. Everybody inevitably has the same issues. And we laugh and it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's mm -hmm. phenomenal. The power, and it's fast. Mm -hmm. So I'm now a super proponent of group tapping. 
Awesome. So that's free. Anybody can join that. You just go to my name, MarySeist.com, and just sign up. And, they, and anybody can come on it whenever you do. And it's free. There's no commitment. Nobody's going to, you come, you want to come. You don't even have to put your video on. You don't even have to give your name. You could be anybody you want. Albert Einstein. I don't care. Nobody cares who you are. Everybody taps and laughs and has a good time. So if you could just want to try tapping out or, or check it out or, or get better at it, just come be with us. So we have that on Tuesdays. Then there's other things I do. There's you know, on the website, you can find them. But the most current thing that I'm doing is um, uh, I've been asked to do a course for the Shift Network. <clears throat> so if you go to the shiftnetwork.com, yeah. But what I'm doing is this seven-week course, and it will be live. It's an hour and a half for, it starts toward the end of January, and they'll have the registration up in about, I don't know, in January sometime. And, but what we're doing is exactly like what we did with you today. We're going into that subconscious. We're going deep. It's a, I'm telling you, it, we will go into your, your lineage. We'll go into your abundance beliefs. We'll go into your relationship beliefs. Do people stay with you? Do they not stay? I can't make a relationship work, blah, blah, blah. We'll look at how you got programmed and you will not be the same person after seven weeks if you do that, this, what, this workshop because we're going really deep. And we'll all be tapping together. And I, I have some you know, exercises and things to help you dive deep to figure out what is in your subconscious and, and why, why are you reacting like this? So, and then we're gonna take down just like we did this and then we'll, we'll spend time um, making the other belief stronger. Mm -hmm. And then during the week you'll practice, you can come on Tapping Tuesdays even if you want, practice more, but you practice it and practice it. And by the end of it, you will know how to shift beliefs and you will, uh, it'll be the person you become that'll really surprise you. Just free. And, and why it's so important is because each one of us, I'm passionate about this. Each one of us is here in my world to be a healing presence on this planet, to make a difference. You just feel it in you. It's so this is what that, this program is calling. Those, those of you who have this feeling like I'm here for something, I, I got to level it up, man. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is to unchain you from what you got programmed or to teach you how to unchain yourself. I can't do it. I'll show you. And I'll be there as a healing presence to serve you. And then um, so that you can leave from here capable of being a real presence. I'll show you how to be a presence, how to walk as presence, how to be light on this planet, how to serve most of the time without even opening your mouth. And just like how to how to be a, a healing presence on this planet at this really critical time on the planet. Yeah. So that's my goal with this course. I'm super excited to do. I'm like just getting all psyched up for it. So oh, I mean, I warmly invite everybody come. Yeah. Um, go to the Shift Network. It will be more information will be on my website too, where you can probably click to go there to get there. If you don't remember that, but that's MarySeish.com. That's where. That's where everything is about me, if you want to do anything. And then Magdalena Healing is another program I run, which is a practitioner program for people who wish to be initiated into the energies of Mary Magdalena. That's a year-long program. It's fantastic. You definitely won't be the same after that. After that program, it's Simon's <laughs> program and Simon initiates us. So very, very powerful energies are on the planet right now that we can tap into and align with and really serve each other, serve the planet. It's a critical time on the planet, as we all know. 
Yeah. So that's what I'm up to. Love to have you join us. And then of course, ASAP in, in there'll be information about that. And as, as it comes out within the next, a lot of things are coming out within the next month. Wonderful. Perfect timing then this was. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank yeah. you so much, Mary. Oh, it's my joy. Joe, oh, my little feline assistant here is making an appearance. All right. Um, and, and tell people, you know, you can tap on your pets. I just yes. got heard back from somebody who was tapping. Their dog was afraid of thunderstorms and they did the tapping with it and it worked. She was so yeah. Yes, yep. we have energy pathways, Meridians, as well. Yes, that's right. That's right. So. <laughs> we will put all the links in the show notes um, for anyone you know who wants to find out more about Mary and her tremendous work. You truly, really have pioneered the way for a whole new possibility for mm -hmm. mental health and well-being. And I'm super grateful to you for that and oh, for being on the show today. And uh, yeah, truly, what else is possible here with these wonderful techniques that um that we've been talking about and mm -hmm. thank you also to the viewers and listeners for tuning in if you like this podcast please do share like comment get it out there so that more people can know about these amazing tools that can truly profoundly change your life and life on the planet life so, on the planet and it's quick you, and everyone. it's easy yeah yeah thank it really you. is wonderful Blessings. thank you mary Namaste. Namaste. bye Thank you for joining me for this episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. This has been Dr. Adriana Popescu. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with others. To find out more about me, my guests, and more, please visit my website at adrianapopescu.org. See you next time.